Hey, Cultural Conversations listeners, this is Meg Rowley. And this is Maddie Burchard. Let's continue our journey with episode three on our study abroad series. Today's episode is focused on Poland from the perspective of our BYU students and one of our professors here. Following the pattern of previous episodes, we got together with our students to hear about their experience in Poland. In this current episode, we have Austin, Jeff, Emma, Emily, Maria, and Professor Summers, who will give us a little bit more of their insight. We're especially excited to hear about the International Business Week classes they attended and the connections they were able to make with Polish students while they're there. Let's begin. So first we asked our students and professor the overall experience they had in Poland and some of their first impressions. Let's hear what they had to say. Okay, so we were in Poland for a week, one of the longer places that we stayed at. So it was more like we were actually there with the people, interacting with students, and experiencing just like a normal town in Poland, which was cool. Yeah, uh, Poland, we, we got to go to some classes at the University of Economics in Katowice. It was, it was awesome. It was a little bit different stop than the rest of our places because more developing country. And I feel like we got to experience a little bit more of the culture there in some of the other places. So it was really good. And so we attended university classes from about 8 to 5 every day, just kind of experiencing what it would be like to be a Polish business student. Um, but other than that, um, we didn't attend any businesses. But then sightseeing, we went to Auschwitz and Birkenau concentration camps. And then we also got to explore some of the salt mines in Krakow, I think is how you pronounce it. So yeah, just a little bit of education as well as some sightseeing. I enjoyed the city. The city was quiet, it was peaceful. I, I, there were far less people. I didn't feel threatened. When we had the opportunity to go to the food court area where the trucks uh, were presenting food, the environment was fun, it was family friendly. Um, in fact, we did, we saw many more families doing things in Poland than we saw single people uh, wandering around and uh, doing whatever that they were doing. So uh, I thought it was a great environment. So Maddie, what were your first impressions of Poland? Like Professor Summers, I noticed that we were in a small, smaller town and I really liked that. I felt like I got to see more of the town and um, observe the people more closely and I thought Poland was an awesome country. Mm, I agree. It was beautiful. Definitely. Now let's hear a little bit more from our students about the restaurant experience and different foods they ate while they were in Poland. The food, first of all, the food was very good, way cheaper than all the other places we went to in Europe. So I really liked that. Uh, That's probably where I ate the most food. They had really good meat, good soups, and we tried a a lot of different things. The restaurant, we went to a nice restaurant a few times, and they always felt very quiet in there. It felt like we were a little rowdy (laughs) coming from, you know, Italy and other places. But at this place, we all felt like we needed to be quiet, and we kept shushing each other. And I think that was just a different cultural experience. They're more reserved, and I don't know, during dinner, maybe they're a little bit more respectful. It was more my type of food. I really liked it. (laughs) 
it was like meat and potatoes kind of stuff. We had some potato dumplings and stuff, uh, and it was just really cheap. So whatever you thought you could afford, you could afford more. And so got to eat a lot more, which was fun. Definitely a lot different than uh, in Paris. Uh, upsides to both, but but I liked I liked the food there. The food, yeah, it wasn't anything like crazy out of the ordinary. They had potato pancakes and dumplings and meat. A lot of just kind of like meat and potato based food. I liked it. So we had this traditional classic like Polish restaurant that was recommended to us by some students out there. And the first time we went, it was it was pretty chill. We didn't have to wait to be seated. We didn't have to wait a ton, but probably average waiting time to get our food. The server had that whole like not smiling thing going on. And so at first we were all nervous that he didn't want us to be there. But then we came back the next week and he was way happy and smiling, like giving us lemons in our water. The receipt said American good group (laughs) at the end. So we made some friends at Polish school and they took us out for, they were raving about, you need to try Polish dumplings. And they were so excited to show us. Um, I wasn't a huge fan, but they basically just have these dumplings that they like douse in oil pretty much is like all of the the flavoring or the seasoning that they get, but then inside is stuffed with different seasoned meats and stuff like that. So I had some of those as well as um, at a restaurant that we went when they gave us like bread and butter um, one night. We showed up another night and they were like, oh, because you're here again, you get the special butter. And it, it was pork butter, which essentially just looks like a bunch of like, like a huge lard of like bacon grease from the pig to put on your butter and so like that was considered special which i thought was kind of interesting we went to a restaurant and we really liked this restaurant the waiter was super nice except my friend left her water bottle there and that night she called and he couldn't understand anything she said and so he hung up the phone next day i go to try to get her water bottle back and he says he knows what i'm talking about but to come back tomorrow because his friend that was there yesterday will be there tomorrow so this is day three and we're at the restaurant trying to get the water bottle and the waiter that was initially there just shuts us down and says no he doesn't know what we're talking about or he does but he doesn't have it and he refuses to engage so i've realized customer service is just completely different and rather non-existent in europe in general maybe poland kind of all over though it was interesting going from the restaurant scene as we would choose places to eat They had the wide variety of cultural experiences that you could have any type of food. You could have Indian food, you could have Mexican or Spanish food. So culture has arrived in Poland from from everywhere. What was your favorite food we had while we were there in Poland? I really liked the dumplings. I did not know that was a Polish thing, but I thought they were really good. Like I think Emily was saying, they were often filled with seasoned meats. There was also some dumplings that I had that were filled with cottage cheese, and I thought that was really interesting. I would have never thought to put cottage cheese in the dumpling, and I really liked it. What about you? What was your favorite thing? I just liked the variety. To be honest, I was so surprised at how many different types of food they had there, like Professor Summers was saying. So many random things, but they were all done very well, so overall I really enjoyed it. Next, the students and Professor Summers shared a little bit more about their experience at the University of Economics at Katowice. Polish school was a pretty interesting experience. My particular class was pretty boring for a while. None of the students would talk to us. There was one kid that was super nice and friendly and went out of the way to be our friend. And we kind of loved him, but the class itself 
still was like kind of hard to get through. And our last day of class, we spent the whole day working on a project. They gave us five different scheduled breaks throughout the day. In the end, we felt like our project was pretty good. It's 4 p.m., we're presenting, we're feeling good, and we get a C in front of the whole class. We're not the only group to get a C. There's another group that gets a C, another group that gets a B, another group that gets an A. And it's graded by every student individually giving other students grades and then the teacher giving other students grades in front of the whole class and averaging all the scores, and that's your grade for the whole class. We were a little bit confused that we got a C because we felt like it was good, and at the same time I felt really bad for the Polish kids in our group who actually had to have that grade. It's definitely different. It wasn't near as, I mean, first of all, there wasn't as many students. It's not as high energy, I didn't feel like. It was a lot more low-key, and I don't know that they, at least here, like here at BYU or at the Mary School, I don't know that they took the studies as seriously as we do but it was a little bit smaller uh the professors seemed a lot more interactive with the students at least for the week that we were there in teaching at the university a bias or a um an expectation that i had is that the the polish students would be expecting a model of instruction where they were simply to be the sponges and that the professor was to be the one imparting knowledge and that did play out even though i was in a computer lab it seemed to me that the expectation was that I would simply deliver content and that their role was to try to keep up with the content uh, as I delivered. Where my particular delivery style is, yes, I want to deliver content, but I want them to wrestle with the concepts of the content as well. So I intentionally put dialogue in my delivery where they would interact one with another to come up with a proper solution from among the tools uh, that I've presented that dialogue was very slow in coming. So uh, it seemed to me that I would have to pause for quite a long time before a student would be willing to raise their voice and engage. And then even you know, over the period of the three days that I taught class, there was probably only 20% of the students that really would raise their voice uh, and engage the professor. There are quite a few differences between Polish school and school in the US. And I think one of the biggest drivers of that is that in Poland, college tuition is free, and so a lot of students just go because it's what's expected of them, or it's just the next step, and so they kind of come to class not as motivated. There are some students that are, but I think because of that, there was definitely a lack of participation, and a lot of the teacher just lecturing at the students, and the students just kind of taking it in like sponges and not applying or participating much. That was the country that we definitely like spent the most time, quality time with the people there, especially our age. So I thought it was really cool just getting to know them and trying to break down like the social barriers that were up right when we got there. I don't know, I feel like in America we uh, are pretty easy to start a conversation, but we don't like get people very close really fast. But I felt like in Poland, I had to work really hard to like break down their social barriers and become friends with them. But once I did, they were like really, really, really nice to me. And uh, well, they drove us to a, a McDonald's one day, invited us, and it was actually really fun. And that was like, I feel like the walls just came down and they were telling us all about their lives. And uh, our friend Taylor showed them their like wedding video and they thought that was awesome. So I think the coolest part of the trip was just getting to know them a little bit more personally. And I think that's when you 
get to see the real culture instead of just the tourist things that that you see every day i feel like everyone from poland is really down to earth they're just they just seem like good people like pretty honest pretty blunt um they're not very flashy i did feel a few times like no people kind of give you this like face where they don't have any reaction like they're not smiling and you're like oh they hate me and then you're like no that's just kind of how they are it's not like they're mad you know they just Uh look like that but it was great what do you think about school in poland I actually really like school in Poland. I think I was lucky with my class because I had some great teachers and students there. But I agree that at the beginning it was really hard to get the Polish students to open up. They wouldn't comment as much, and we felt like whenever the teacher would ask a question, it would end up being one of us, BYU students, who would respond. But then, like, over time, they got used to the style of our class and were a lot more open and comfortable with us. I think part of it came from them being shy about their language skills and also just in a different setting than one they're used to. Yeah, one interesting thing I experienced in my class was when we were asked to give presentations at the end of the course. And um, whenever the uh, group that had Americans presented, they every single member of the group got up to give their presentation to the whole class. However, when there was groups that had a majority of Polish students, only one student would get up to present, and um, I thought that was just interesting. I think in growing up in the United States, oftentimes I was taught that if you're giving a presentation, every member of your group should be at the front of the classroom and say something during the presentation, whereas um, in Poland it seemed like more so they were taught that one person should get up and present the whole group's work. And I thought that was really interesting. Now let's hear a little bit more about the general cultural observations our students had while they spent their week in Poland. It was really interesting. I guess the first the first day we from the very first day we got in, we went we walked down one of the main streets and we went to a food truck kind of rally place. And it was interesting because it was kind of a a fun atmosphere, but people were they weren't smiling a whole a whole lot. It was like very serious. It was like very low low energy. So people seemed a lot more reserved and a lot more. They're not as open with their emotions. But there's also like a quiet kind of fortitude, I mean, which makes sense with their history uh, that they've experienced with the the German occupation and the Russian occupation. They definitely like to have fun and they definitely like to make friends, I feel like, but it takes them a little bit longer. So we we had some fun experiences at the taco truck with with us being all loud and uh, having fun. Pretty much everybody was dancing. I mean, they enjoyed it too, I think, but they weren't as keen to join in. (laughs) Another thing I noticed talking to some of the different Polish students is that they are so, like, such homebodies, I guess, because they all grew up from very small villages and are very close with just their families. That coming to Katowice, which is what I would consider a very small city, they thought it was like such a big step and they'd say, oh, you know, this city life is too crazy for me. And I was like, this is like not that (laughs) elaborate and there's only a few cars everywhere. Um, And then I even talked to one kid that was like, yeah, my brother, like he's so far away and I can't believe he left our family. And I was like, oh my gosh, where is he? And he's like, Warsaw. And I was like, that's it. (laughs) So they are just very tight knit in their own communities that they're raised in. And a lot of them tend to stay there for their lifetime and then raise the next generation there, which I thought was interesting. I mean, they had national pride, but they weren't like, oh, we're the best. You know, I would ask them, like, what what food is good in Poland? They're like, honestly, it's nothing special, but we like it. You know, like, it's not the greatest, but um, it is what it is. I also thought it was funny 
I'm from a small town in Elko, Nevada. And growing up, I always hear the same thing. I even said, like, oh, this town sucks. I can't wait to move out of here and, you know, etc. But when it comes down to it, you love your hometown. You love where you grew up. And, you know, 90%, that's made up, but 90% of people stay in their hometown and don't end up leaving. I thought it was funny that I, I kind of saw that in the Polish kids that I was talking to. They were very like self-deprecating toward Poland and where they grew up and thought it was the worst. And then I asked them like where they see themselves in 10 years or if they ever thought about leaving Poland to go other places in Europe or, or elsewhere in the world. And they all said they love Poland at the end and wanted to stay there. So I thought that was funny, kind of a small town, small town experience in Poland. So Maddie, what kind of cultural observations did you have while you were there? I think one of the biggest ones I had was, like, Jeff, noticing that people are a lot more quiet and somber, I would almost even say. And I wonder if that is just because they take a while to warm up to people and want to really get to know people. It would be interesting to see how Polish uh, families or really close friends interact, like, you know, in a dinner setting or something. Um, But, yeah, I'd say in general people were more quiet. I agree. I think multiple people noticed that. But it would be interesting to see them in a different setting. During a few of our interviews, we asked some of the students to share a little bit more about the insights and feelings they had at the different tourist sites we visited while we were there. So when I was going on this study abroad, I would always forget that we were going to Poland because it's not super flashy. It's not something you think of right away. And I think because of that, it was like, because there's not very many monuments or like sites to see. So I was like, oh, well, this is going to be kind of boring. But I realized when we went to different museums and to Auschwitz that it's because um, Poland was the first target of World War II by Nazi Germany. And so the first thing that they did was destroy all of their landmarks, all of their monuments to kind of alienate them from a sense of like their own country and their own pride in their own country. And so they are still rebuilding from just a few generations ago what was ultimately destroyed by the Germans and by Nazis. And so... I think once I had that, I had a deeper appreciation for why it may be, quote-unquote, more boring and simple is because they're still rebuilding from just a recent still war. The first impression of Auschwitz perhaps is the most memorable to me, to to be in a location and to be able to see barracks and, and locations where atrocities did take place made them very real. Um, that's particularly true of, of Auschwitz, but Auschwitz is, is quite a small facility, and so the order of visit has some impact. There were a lot of really challenging things. They show you artifacts that have been, um, that have come. Um, and then you leave Auschwitz and go to Birkenau and realize, oh wow, Auschwitz is just the established camp that was well built, that has endured the years. Birkenau was built on the fly to try to provide the housing that they did provide. And being there at the train station where sorting happened, and then just seeing how many acres, how large the facility was, let you recognize even more fully that this was a world event site uh, that we should mourn. Obviously, Auschwitz was extremely sobering. Really glad I went. I'd, I'd wanted to do that. That was probably the thing I, I don't know if I could say most excited to go see. But uh, 
most anxious to go see for the whole trip. And I don't know, it was super powerful and definitely cried a little bit. So <laughs> that tells you something. And I don't know, that's something that I think everyone needs to see and just remember history and what we're capable of if we don't check ourselves. I thought that was a very good life lesson that I can take away. What kind of thoughts and impressions did you have when we went to like Auschwitz and Birkenau? I thought like everyone else said it was a very sobering experience and I think it was really important that we went there though. Um, I think learning from past history is important and being there in that place was um, very good for me. What about you? What did you think about Auschwitz and Birkenau? I really like how they have the first Auschwitz camp set up where they have rooms that, like Professor Sumo was saying, with artifacts. So they have one room where you can look inside this room through a glass window and it's full of the eyeglasses of all the people who went there or the shoes and there's a room full of baby shoes. The one that hit me the most is there was this long wall in this big room, like a deep room looking through this glass window and it was a wall of hair. That was the hardest one for me, too. And that was the one that, like, really hit me and made everything kind of real. To close off our interviews, we asked our students what tips and advice they have for people planning to go to Poland. Don't pass over it just because it's not one of those bigger, well-known European countries, at least where we were. People were just pleasantly surprised at how much they enjoyed being there and how cool of a country it is. So I would say don't worry about... um, the fact that there aren't huge tourist locations, just kind of taking the atmosphere, taking the green. And also there's a lot of World War II related history that I really enjoyed. So if you have a chance to go to a museum, go to Auschwitz, some, you know, that it's a big part of their history. And so that was really cool to learn more about. I guess one of the big things I would say is get to know the, the history, because I feel like the history is just a huge impact on the whole, the whole experience. Uh, one of the things that I hadn't really thought of until we did a tour of Katowice was just how they went from communist to capitalist rule. And so their ability to compete in an open market was, I mean, it was completely changed, right? So they were, their industries were protected before when they were communist. And then when it got more capitalist, they, they weren't able to compete with all of the other industry out there. And so it just, I'm sure it was wrecked their economy. So there's just a lot of interesting history and I don't know a lot of it but there's some good museums and stuff but it's a beautiful countryside too it's just a beautiful area um definitely uh, go out and experience some of the food and some of the local things and also I would just be prepared to like know zero Polish because I like went into it being like okay maybe I can figure it out but it's not even a Latin base I don't think and so the language is completely different and I couldn't even have context clues, really. But once I just accepted the fact that I would never learn Polish, I was okay with the, the few phrases that I knew. The people do come off a little cold at the beginning. They wear dark clothing, you know, that kind of just, uh, yeah, not very bubbly. But that doesn't mean they're not nice and open people. You just kind of have to work a little bit harder in the beginning to break through and it's well worth it. I thought we made some really good relationships there and the people were really nice. So what tips and advice would you get for someone who's planning on going to Poland? Uh, I think it would be important to go to those historical sites we talked about, especially Auschwitz and Birkenau. And so I would recommend definitely going there. What about you? 
what advice would you give? I agree. I'd say for sure visit those sites and also take the time to get to know the people. I know when we first got there, our impressions were it's not as big and beautiful coming from Rome and Paris, but we got to meet some really quality people there and learn more about their culture than I think we did in any other country. So they're worth getting to know for sure. Well, that's all for today, friends. We hope you'll join us next week when we hear a little bit more about International Business Week in Poland. But this time, it's going to be through the perspective of some of our friends in Poland and one of the international professors.